Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The breakfast brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang with you. Barty Jagdish on leave today. She's back tomorrow. Um, before we get into some of the top headlines uh, investors will be paying attention to today, let's uh, let's do something new, Ryan. Mm. Uh, what did we learn this weekend? And, you know, off air you were telling me it was a great experience for you because you were busy hosting a charity event on Friday. And not only that, you learn that diversity, I suppose, <laughs> in skills. In a way. Uh, so just to get people up to speed, I was hosting the SAVH Blind Community Day event. Okay. So this was a major fundraising project for the charity. So you imagine like um, many charities, COVID-19 has been quite tough on many people, especially charities who have had to have a tougher time raising mm, funds. Mm, so mm. this was quite important for them to just raise the money for the everyday operation and all the programs they run. So we had this major event on Friday night and it was just humbling to see everybody coming together to make this happen. So a lot of people behind the scenes doing the heavy lifting and I really take my hats to everyone involved, especially a a special shout out to my co-host, the um, famous girl I see, Lee Pei Fen. So she's brilliant because um, I really learned a lot just watching her. So she's so quick on her feet all the jokes <laughs> and the quips she comes up with wow amazing right because we we put on suits wear a tie we go up we talk to thought leaders ministers whatever we try to engage in these moderation panels and everyone goes wow you must be you must have to be so smart to be able to engage and, <laughs> and they have no idea that there's just so much more to hosting you know that that wit that charisma that character yeah. that your co-host has so it really opens my eyes to different ways of hosting and these girls high singers really Wow, another class. They are. They really, really are. And, and you know, hopefully, uh, as as things get better, and we hope things continue to get better, and you know, when the time comes later this year, uh, they'll con- they'll be able to get back on the scene and, and make money like how they used to. You know? Yeah. So good news. Uh, we did raise gratefully uh, over seven hundred thousand dollars, and we are still you know looking for donations till the end of this month right. for the project. So if you are able to, please look forward to uh, details on their website. Alright. I learned nothing this weekend. I binge watched Bridgerton <laughs> Season 2. What's up, Bridgerton? I don't know. I, d- I don't even care for it. Then my wife says, you just sit and watch with me. Uh. And then by episode 6 or 7, I was like, what are you waiting for? Kiss her already. I'm like, what's, what's happened to me? <laughs> Seems like a classic <laughs> show that will hook many people, especially yeah, yeah, the wives. Yeah, 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 yeah. And husbands. Hello, good looking... Um, guys on yeah. the show. Husbands, if you know what's good for you, sit and watch with your wife. Lah. Okay, let's uh, let's talk about headlines this week. I mean, we can't help but continue to put the attention on the Russia-Ukraine situation. There is anxiety, but in spite of that, as you mentioned in your US market update, uh, we still ended uh, nice and positive on Friday. Yeah, so a good one to hit into Monday. And what's going to be in focus this week is going to be oil prices and mm. that will be with leads coming through from the OPEP Plus meeting um, sometime on Thursday. So that's going to be pretty much uh, expected to be unchanged when it comes to the gradual pace of returning supply to the market at 400,000 barrels per day. You might remember sometime last month, we had a meeting as well from OPEC. Despite all the 
um, concerns about Ukraine and all the implications of how that might play out for oil prices, they did not do anything. So uh, by and large, most analysts are expecting the same when it comes to the oil supply situation this time around. And this is also the view of oil prices now trading at 14-year high. So it is still going to be something I think the OPEC Plus um, members will be watching very closely. Also watching very closely is more Fed speak this mm. week. We've mm. got two Fed speakers um, and of course we've seen last week Fed Chair Jerome Powell in action uh, at some public events just okay. raising the tone when it comes to hawkishness that we might get more aggressive rate hikes coming through. And I'm looking at some banks starting to adjust their forecasts and one bullish one or one hawkish one is coming through from Citibank and they are calling for 50 basis point hikes in the next four meetings. So right. 50, 50, 50, 50. So you are looking at it's banks. quite aggressive. Looking at a very different picture from where we started the year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, let's take a look at other stuff uh, worth watching out for this week. Today, Shanghai will lock down each half of the mega city. And I'm feeling a bit arrogant, you know, as I say this in light of uh, what we can expect tomorrow here in Singapore. This is so 2020. <laughs> in a way, so you have China almost having a bit of a deja vu, right? Lockdown again. And this is now affecting Shanghai, a major city. Um, this is, of course, going to be closely watched for all the implications on the economy. So what's happening here is um, they will be shutting down or locking down half of the city to do mass testing as they usually do when there's an um, outbreak they want to control. Mm. And this is a city of 25 million people. So this is potentially going to be lasting at least four days and then they will then lock down the other part of the city the west side for another four days and you might remember other cities have been going through lockdowns yeah. Jilin yeah. Um, Shenzhen as well so it's not looking like it's going to be over anytime soon gosh uh, did you notice that there were more people out over the weekend I don't know about you I, I thought there were more people in Orchard um, all a bit excited for tomorrow yeah the roads were congested transport was crowded so yeah. I can start to feel that people are getting a bit more excited about heading out. Yeah, but they were, they were, I think they were managing the safe distancing rules to the best they can. It's not like everyone was violating anything. There seems to be an air of positivity as we, as we head to the 29th of March. There is. And I'm also seeing that being priced in, into the stock market. Right. If you look at the STI, we have been seeing some of the travel and hospitality names. They have been some of the top gainers last week. And um, something to look out for in the coming weeks as we see more perhaps easing measures mm. um, coming through and lifting the hopefully bottom lines of all these businesses who have been quite hard hit. Okay, you mentioned OPEC Plus a little bit earlier on. OPEC is in action this Thursday. We talked about how it's widely expected to keep its pace of gradual 400,000 uh, per barrel um, increase. Uh, Friday is quite significant, though, if we're going to jump ahead. There is an EU-China summit, uh, and Hong Kong is also in action. Mm, so this is going to see the EU and Chinese leaders coming together virtually, and you imagine high on the agenda, Ukraine. And they are expected to push Beijing for a more, I guess, um, favorable stance to what right. they want um, China to do. Like what we've seen from the US, warning that China, if they support Russia, will face serious consequences. So something to watch out for for uh, geopolitical leads. Mm. Also in Hong Kong, they'll be lifting their flight ban for right. nine countries to enter. And these are 
Australia, Canada, France, India, Nepal, Pakistan, Philippines, the UK and the US, which have been previously bought for at least three months. So something to look out for for at least the Hong Kong economy. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if my father would get along, get on board this one. Philippines opening to vaccinated tourists from Friday as well. So I guess my siblings will have some peace and quiet from him. So from all nations, this is? So this is from all ASEAN nations at wow. least, and this is going to be good news for the ASEAN tourism community. So something to um, be happy about as you see that possibly a tailwind for Malaysia as well, right? You could drive in now. Yes, and that will be happening from 1st of April, which is also Friday, and we will likely see a lot of excitement around people making plans for the weekend. Yeah, man. Okay, quick one. Singapore preliminary first quarter 2022 URA private home price index. That's also a Friday thing. Mm, That is going to be watched closely because we had in the previous quarter, uh, ending December 2021, property cooling measures. And then, of course, in the latest budget, we had more property-related taxes. So that is something that could be possibly denting the numbers when it comes to private home prices and we'll see if that has had a desired effect or not. All right, let's have some fun. What is today's number of the day? All right, today's number, $140,000. Your number is getting bigger and bigger. What's the significance of this? All right, so if you're a big Netflix geek or you love watching movies, um, the Oscars are underway. It's coming up. Right, right. Uh, I think it starts at about 8 a.m. or yeah, 8 a.m. So. our time. So yeah. you'll get the results coming through as you head into work and okay. school and whatnot. So what's interesting about it is they give out all these goodie bags. And this right. is goodie bag is worth $140,000. Are you kidding? So these are really luxury item bags and it's given to only 28 people. Um, These are the um, nominees and some of the specially selected um, guests like the three co-hosts and this year's hosts. I mean, just an example of some of the things in the bag. All right. So you can get a liposuction treatment (laughs) worth $12,000 from a Hollywood Shouldn't you get that before the Oscars? (laughs) I'm not sure why. And anyways, um, other items worth looking out for is some luxury designer popcorn. Okay. Um, a $15,000 four-night stay at a luxury resort in oh, California. A life coaching session worth $1,200. Useful for the losers. And uh, also $25,000 worth of home renovations. And also this um, interesting title, Lord or Lady of Glencoe, along with a small plot of land in Scotland. I should have been an actor. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.